It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. At midcourt, extra pass. And it goes for the win! The three-pointer by Jordan Poole! Here's the give. Walker! Kenny Walker! Touchdown! Smarty! Goff's got it. Back, looks, throws, and so yes. caught! Touchdown to Craig Lyons! They did it! Armand Ross, they brought him to the receive again! Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here! A grand slam from a young Cabrera. He's got two goals. Larkin in on goal. Scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Good feel-good Friday to you. It is the 10th day of February 2022. We welcome you here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Kahala, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. From Traverse City down to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, we say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And, of course, we encourage you to join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio, send that to 21,000, sports radio to 21,000. Our Meyer Supercenter guest line, 248-951-2176, 248-951-2176. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook X's and Bros. And, of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN and now streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network. Just add a .com to that to find our website, Danny Cahalen is a Dan in the studio. Ryan Elke is a Ryan L underscore key. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. Gentlemen, good morning to uh, both of you. Uh, how are we on this Friday morning? I'm good. Uh, crazy day yesterday. Lots to talk about. Um, plus the weekend's coming up. Uh, my mom's going out of town, so I'm watching her dog for the next five days. Oh, wow. Are you watching the dog at your house? Are you accepting this dog into uh, your home, or are you going to keep it at a distance? I'll just go. I'll go. I'll come to you. Yeah, I'm. he's a big, uh, he's like probably 93, 95 Party pounds. at Dan's house this weekend. No, oh, yeah. no I, yeah, we're. Have your I'm friends hanging, tell their friends. <laughs> hanging hanging out with the dog. Uh, too old for the parties at my mom's house now. Never too old, Dan. Well, truck. We'll just show up. Anthony. We'll just show up. The parties I threw, yes, I'm too old to do that. Did you throw a party while your parents were gone? Did I? And, yeah, Anthony. I, I threw yeah, I had two bands and a DJ in my parents' basement when uh, I was 19. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think that once you get out of high school, it's different. Um, they, things are just viewed differently. You know, it's you know, college age or whatever, and. I feel like there's a lot more leniency, but never once did I even think about I should have a party at my parents' house. But my parents never went anywhere. But do you think, was there ever a weekend where your dad went away, maybe called, like, told his his cop buddies, like, hey, can you do a drive-by, like, Saturday night? No. 10 o'clock? 
I don't I don't remember them ever going anywhere that I wasn't with them. Okay. Unfortunately. Yeah, my parents. Whatever did happen, your dad would probably just tell him his cop, like, hey, when you're out, can you just drive by? It was pretty clutch. Like back to back summers, my parents, my they went to Boston for a wedding, and then Dallas for a wedding, and back to back summers. So yeah, we threw, we had the first party. Uh, the neighbor broke it up. We had just a DJ, and then the second one was two bands and a DJ. Wow. Did she know about this? Did your did your mom know? Uh, the first one, absolutely not. The second one, yes. Okay. All right. Uh, she didn't know about it. She didn't know about the first one until my neighbor was in the basement, you know, calling her on the phone saying, I'm breaking up this party that Dan's having. No, there's stories from your childhood that you eventually told your parents that they had no idea about. Not like parties, but like just dumb stuff you did as kids. Like me and my brothers, we they're not the house we grew up in. We ate the stairs. You go you go down the stairs. You have the living room, and then there's the door to the back deck, which is technically the front deck. And we would home alone it and try to take the sled down the stairs and hit the door. My parents didn't know that till we were all in our twenties. Oh wow! Because they, like they'd be at work, we would be home for a snow day. So it was at the age where my oldest brother was in charge. In charge? Yeah. Or <laughs> or we'd move the trampoline quote to the you know, the lowest point where we could jump off the roof of the house, which technically was like only like but like a five foot drop at that point from the roof of the house to the trampoline. We'd do that. Jump off the roof onto the trampoline. Yeah, we weren't doing any crazy stuff like that. Dan, you threw a party of DJs and pants. Okay. Uh, yeah, but I wasn't. I was just trying I to wasn't... recreate Undertaker and Mankind off the steel cage. You were just trying to have fun as a kid. Yeah. That's all. And then our neighbor Tom had to call. He was like, your kids are jumping off the roof. It's like, oh, shut Tom, up. Mind, <laughs> shut up, Tom. Your You're a mind miserable your business, person. Tom. You left Was your Tom Christmas actually... lights up all year. Oh, really? Were they colored or were they colored? Uh, were they light? Oh yeah, yeah. The colored ones you have to take down. If you, yeah. if you have all white lights, you might be able to. Those those on... are fine. Like during the summertime. It all depends just... though. You you can't have like every bush. No, you know, no. It was Christmas just out. Yeah, it was the house. Just the house. Intre- oh wow! Left them on year long, huh? Well, I guess that uh, that delays you having to take them down, which is always a uh, a positive, I suppose. Uh, very busy day yesterday in the sports world. This has been a, a kind of a nutty week. Don't you think with all the stuff that has just happened, all the things that are happening, and it's all on top of Super Bowl week. But it also saves us from the terrible Super Bowl headlines, the media week where all the all the players are asked just the most ridiculous questions and all the shows are trying to break down the just everything too much. So I'm actually glad there was a lot this week. A lot to save us from two weeks of Super Bowl narratives. Well, good news is I've got some Super Bowl narratives for you. We got some news. Uh, we have some news uh, this morning that we are going to get to as we uh, will take you around the world of sports. We'll do so real quick with all the happenings right now in the headlines. 
Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. All right, huge news. Red Wings were a winner last night. That rarely happened, so that was a lot of fun. Two to one was the final score against the Calgary Flames. More on that game uh, coming up. Over to the National Football League. Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes won his second career NFL MVP award, which is cool. And then we had a big discrepancy in the group chat about what exactly was taking place with the defensive uh, I the defensive player, defensive rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year, and the 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 rookie of the year award. Because all I keep seeing is that Garrett Wilson won the offensive play, uh, offensive rookie of the year, Aiden Sauce Gardner won the defensive rookie of the year, but I don't see anything anywhere written about Aiden Hutchinson and the fact that he won the Pepsi NFL rookie of the year award. That was the uh, Kyle Meinke cleared up. That was the fan vote. Was the Pepsi rookie of the year award? So that one was just the fan vote between the six finalists oh dear heavens all right the real the real one sadly was sauce gardner the official one but the fan vote which i in my opinion matters more because sauce gardner should have a lot more fans considering he plays for the new york jets than aiden hutchinson playing for the lions yeah ronde barber uh darrell revis demarcus ware led a uh defensive centric pro football Hall of Fame class, so that's good. Uh, Pat McAfee, Shannon Sharp are both being sued by Brett Favre for defamation. Like, that's the kind of guy Favre is, man. It, it just, that, that makes total sense. Uh, Ten retired players are suing the league's benefits plan, so uh, the men said that they left the game with lingering physical or cognitive injuries that make their daily lives difficult, if not excruciating. Kobe Bryant's uh, MVP jersey, sold for $5.8 million for a Kobe Bryant jersey. And the big news of the day yesterday, which we'll talk about, the Warriors have traded James Wiseman to the Pistons in exchange for Sadiq Bey and Kevin Knox, and then Sadiq Bey got shipped over to the Atlanta Hawks. I mean, just, just chaos. There's people going all over the place. We'll get into that. Uh, but first, we'll step aside and talk Red Wings hockey next against Calgary here on X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Great shot. Get ready for a fantastic season of golf at the West Michigan Golf Show. Look for amazing deals on the newest equipment and apparel. We've got them. Discover local courses and golf getaways throughout Michigan and the U.S. Play the Treetops Hole-in-One Challenge. Also, long drive and putting contests. Kids Fun Zone and junior golfers get in free. February 10th through 12th, DeVos Place. No on-site box office. Purchase tickets online at westmichigangolfshow.com. Huge here with a reminder that I'll be broadcasting statewide Friday 3 until 6 from the West Michigan Golf Show in downtown GR. So bring your best swing because I'll be doing a huge drive contest at the Long Drive Simulator. Anyone who beats my drive will qualify to win an overnight stay in golf for four at the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan. So can you beat my huge drive? You can take a shot this weekend at the West Michigan Golf Show at DeVos Place in downtown GR. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. 
Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Score great deals on everything you need for the big game this week at Meyer. Stock up on essentials with buy five, save $5. On items like Sweet Baby Ray's Barbecue Wing Saucer Marinade. Kraft Shredded or Chunk Cheese. And Coca-Cola 24-pack cans. All buy five, save $5. Plus deposit where applicable. And pick up a few extra-large avocados for guacamole. Just 77 cents. Save on everything for the big game when you shop Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Share your thoughts all morning long on the Meyer Guest Line. Call 248-951-2176. That's 248-951-2176. Now, back to Danny, Ryan, and A.B. Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Cahalen, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino all joining you. Thank you for joining us. Tons of headline news. More coming up in hour number two. Thank you for the clarification on who was what here, because now I have to, uh, I have to explain that uh, to the group chat. We're just trying to figure out who was who was who, uh, and who won what award. So, uh, yeah, good for good for Sauce Gardner. Bad for Aiden Hutchinson. Pretty um, cool, Sauce Gardner. I'll, I'll see if I can uh, get the audio up. Uh, Shouted out Seven Mile. Uh, and the east side of Detroit in his acceptance speech. That he did. That he did. Um, I have that audio if you would like to hear that. Pull it up relatively uh, relatively quick because as he was thanking uh, the east side of Detroit and talking a little bit about where he was from, uh, that was a, uh, yeah, it was a, it was a talking point. I got to thank Detroit. The east side of Detroit, man. And Seven Mile, you know, it was hard growing up, man. It really was. The, the neighborhood I stayed in, you know, a lot of violence going on. But, you know, th- that was just the adversity. That's what it took for me to get here, man. So I appreciate it. And I appreciate everybody for coming. Sauce Gardner, the Detroit native and uh, King graduate winning NFL defensive rookie of the year. Good for him. Upset it wasn't our guy, though. I wish it was our guy. I wish it would have been Aiden. I get that Sauce. I, and to be honest with you, so we were debating this. I was, I was playing devil's advocate last night uh, because I was like, you know, how does a rookie come in and make all pro at corner? Like they Because one of the guys was arguing, he, he said, well, Aiden Hutchinson isn't all pro. I said, because the edge position is stacked. Rookie's not going to be all pro at edge defender. Are you kidding me? And the defensive end? Are you nuts? I was like, what does that tell you about defensive backs that a rookie can come in and in his first season be one of the best defensive backs in the league? And although I said that kind of tongue-in-cheek, everybody's just sort of started thinking about it. They're like, well, I mean, hmm, maybe you have a point there. Like, how does that happen? That tells me more about your position than anything else. And if you play on the if you're if you're moved over, let's say your your assignment goes in motion, right? And you're over on the offense's right side of the field. And they run to the left. You're not going to have any impact on that play whatsoever. And vice versa. Whereas Aiden Hutchinson, 
I mean, for God's sakes, nobody faced more double teams uh, except for Miles Garrett, who had the same number of double teams faced as Aiden Hutchinson. And what did that do? That opened up opportunities for everybody else along the defensive line. Oh, and we went and beat them at their place. That's all neither here nor there, though. All right, uh, the Detroit uh, Detroit Red Wings in action last night. They won a hockey game. I honestly didn't think it was going to happen. Uh, Calgary's a team that I would say is very much comparable to where the Red Wings are at. At least they're there uh, record-wise. And the Wings got it done, man. Uh, Dylan Larkin, he heard all the chatter. He scored a goal. Uh, Philip Zadina, welcome back. Very limited ice time for Zadina. Only playing like 8.28 throughout the entire game. Had a goal. Uh, that was fantastic. Poor Wallman. I don't know if you saw him uh, early on in that game. You know, Jake Wallman has the puck on his stick and he's cutting across the blue line. And look at the Calgary blue line. And I I don't want to say this is why, you know, offensive players are offensive players and defensive players are defensive players because everybody's got to keep their head up while you're out there. But he got absolutely rocked. He was able to make it back out uh, onto the but, ice. But I he mean, was, he it was, re- down it was a 50 50. Like we could, I mean, yeah, he got rocked. The other guy got rocked too. The yeah, it hurt. <laughs> it hurt, but because uh, it was, was, I mean, it was like, I mean, Walden it was, was semi hip. It was almost hip ish, but it was like, uh, yeah, like the guy's hip kind of went into his midsection almost. It was, yeah, it was ugly. It it looked like it hurt. I can tell you that much. It looked like it hurt. Um, you know, but that's probably the most underrated part about playing hockey in general uh, is being able to see. And having having that puck on your stick, that's a huge, you know, chin up kids. Because if not, that that's what uh, you know, that's what happens. But I just thought, you know, all in all, very good game for the Red Wings. I had that feeling. Dan, did you have to work this last night for Bally? No, I was at bowling last night watching. Okay. Uh, I just did. You feel like they were just going to give this one away? Because I sure. Uh, I mean, yeah, it was a, it was one of those uh, an actual hard fought game by the Red Wings, and a game you know? that. A game in which they're up two to one in the third, and they don't end up losing a game like six to two. Like the bottom really never fell out, which was nice to see because I sat there the entire time watching it, going, "Oh, it's only a matter of time. Something's going to happen here." And they only had what seventeen shots or something like that. Dude, they were getting outshot big time, big time throughout the course of the game. Like it was, I want to say. 13 shots for Detroit, maybe like 27 for Calgary. That might be a little that might be a little a little off. The total was 36 to 17. You know, I, I mean really Calgary did everything everything necessary uh to win that game. Uh, Detroit was the more physical team during the game which was which was nice. They were a little bit more disciplined. Uh, the faceoffs were right about fifty-fifty, and uh, I, I just a good a good win. They never never gave up that lead, which I was very very happy about because I was also very very concerned that that's what was going to happen. They were going to go up two to one, and that somehow this game was going to be you know six two five three. You know floodgates open up, and uh, very nice to have Philip Zadina back out there scoring the go-ahead goal at five fifty-one of the uh, third period, and nice two-one winner. Now you get the Vancouver Canucks who will come to town uh, tomorrow. That'll be exciting. That is a noon puck drop, a nooner. I, I like when they do this. I think it works out really well for everybody. Yeah, and um, screw the Toronto Raptors. Three o'clock tip on Super Bowl Sunday. 
against the Pistons. That's oh, they'll terrible. be done. Yeah, they'll be done by. They'll be done by six thirty. Three o'clock tip. Well, yeah, they're gonna. I mean, the post game will be done by six, but noon, one o'clock. We're on the East Coast. You can't play at one o'clock if you're Toronto. There's another big event that's taking place at one o'clock that you can't. Michigan women's basketball. We have that at one o'clock. I don't think anybody should do anything on Super Bowl Sunday. Just let everybody get ready for the Super Bowl. But yeah, you want to play an early game, play an early game. Three o'clock, kind of cutting it a little close. Just a little close. Uh, For that uh, Vancouver-Detroit game that is tomorrow, Vancouver sits at 46 points on the season. They are third worst in their division, which is the Pacific Division. And there's a pretty large gap there between, uh, you know, Calgary and Vancouver. So just for the record, like these these are some... These are pretty winnable games if you're the Detroit Red Wings. So let, let's let's keep on keep on keeping on. You're three and two in your last five. Can you can you begin to sort of right the ship? Can we see those um can we see those necessary strides to make Red Wings fans believe that you are making the right steps towards building a better future? and then not doing whatever the hell the Pistons did yesterday, which we will get into next here on X's and Bros. That has everybody questioning everything they ever thought about the Detroit Pistons. Strange times. Uh, are you ready for the biggest Sunday in sports? DraftKings Sportsbook is. They're the official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57, and they've got all the Super Bowl action you need. New customers can bet just $5, get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Plus, all new customers uh, can get in on the Super Bowl 57 uh, excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boost. For the Super Bowl, check out the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. to see what prop bet will be boosted. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use the promo code HUGE where new customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57. Get $200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings. Only using the promo code HUGE. 21 plus in most eligible states. Varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario and Ohio. Eligibility and deposit restrictions to apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. It's state-specific. Responsible. Gambling resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Bonus issued is free bets. Opt-in is required for the boost. Bet type and amount limits do vary. Eligibility and terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Back with more X's and Bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. Do it for the love of money. Saturdays in February, 7 to 11 p.m. Winners choose $3,000 in premium play, $1,500 cash, or 1,500 entries into the February 25th drawing for a Chevy Camaro CL1. For the love of money, $130,000 giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you. 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 
TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Score great deals on everything you need for the big game this week at Meyer. Stock up on essentials with buy five, save $5 on items like Sweet Baby Ray's Barbecue Wing Saucer Marinade, Kraft Shredded or Chunk Cheese, and Coca-Cola 24-pack cans. All buy five, save $5, plus deposit where applicable. And pick up a few extra-large avocados for guacamole. Just 77 cents. Save on everything for the big game when you shop Meyer. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. and bros on the michigan sports network can't call in text us using the keyword sports radio and send it to 21000 or tweet us at xb mornings now back to danny kahalen ryan elke and anthony bellino welcome back here to x's and bros on the michigan sports network danny kahalen ryan elke anthony bellino all joining you thank you for joining us no matter who you are where you are how you may be listening all across the great state of michigan and in northwest ohio as well from traverse city down to the glass city gr to the motor city we say good morning to you we welcome you we thank you we appreciate you and of course encourage you to join the program at any time text the keyword sports radio Send that to 21,000, Sports Radio to 21,000, Meyer Supercenter Guest Line 248951-2176. Okay, uh, NBA trade deadline. Charles Barkley had said this about two weeks ago. He said this is going to be the busiest trade deadline in league history. And you know what? I, he wasn't necessarily wrong. A lot of times the trade deadline, we see a lot of pieces, ancillary pieces moving. It's not often that we see guys that are, um, you know, top 25 players in the league like Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. It's not often that we see um, guys of young cores, recent drafts, you know, high, you know, picks that have been exchanged. Like there was a lot going on yesterday in the world of the NBA and a lot of people changing hands. And now what's very interesting is with, with some of the salaries and some of the guys that have been added to different teams, the buyout market is going to add like a next level of in-season free agency that's going to be pretty crazy to keep our eyes on as well. But let's get to um, can we you know. just can we just tell the NBA to uh, do the All Star game earlier so that guys that you know they're not playing on a different con. Well, I guess it's changed now, so you don't have to. But it just is weird. Like you're making an All Star team on it from a now you're on a different team. It's just very bizarre. Yeah, yeah, I could, I How could bizarre? see. How bizarre? How bizarre? How <laughs> bizarre? Was that o- ODE or I can't remember who that was? How bizarre? No, I, have, I have no idea. It is a um, a lot of a lot of people change places. A lot of things happened yesterday. Uh, the big one for us that we'll start with this morning is the fact that uh, the Detroit Pistons traded for center James Wiseman as a part of a multi-team deal that sent Sadiq Bay to the Atlanta Hawks, Gary Payton II um, from the Portland Trailblazers back to the Warriors. The Hawks sent five second-round picks to the Warriors to acquire Sadiq Bay. Forward Kevin Knox was traded. 
from the Pistons to the Warriors, who then was uh, they rerouted Knox and the five second rounders to the Trailblazers for Gary Payton the second. Now the reason the Warriors did this, James Wiseman was at the top of his draft class, former number two overall pick in the 2020 draft. That is important because Troy Weaver had James Wiseman pinned as the best player in that draft. He wanted James Wiseman. Likes James Wiseman's game a lot. What is James Wiseman? James Wiseman is seven feet tall and 240 pounds. He is athletic uh, if, at times, which uh, what I thought was funny. Uh, so I went down the rabbit hole briefly yesterday, and I did see a link for his highlights in something else that I was watching. So I clicked on that to see. I wonder what his highlights uh, tape looks like. Very first play against the Detroit Pistons. Uh, he has been often injured. He's 21 years old. He's out of the rotation there in Golden State. It just it just isn't a fit. So he will be, be 22 in like six weeks. Just yeah, March yeah. 31st is his birthday. Uh, so he's a you know he's a young guy, and the Warriors save roughly seven million dollars in luxury tax this year after their trades, and 30 million in 2023-2024. So this is a cost-saving move for them. We'll see how Sadiq Bay and and what what actually happens there because he's going to be own an extension. Will Atlanta you know want to pick up on that with what they have going on? But there was a there is a great schism now in the Pistons fan base between the Troy Weaver haters and the Troy Weaver believers. Weaver believers. I I think that that could be put on a T-shirt somewhere. Here's the deal. Weaver loved Wiseman. He wanted him on the team. The Pistons now have, however, three guys that are 6'11 or taller, and none of them shoot the ball very well. They do have an undersized 6'8 Isaiah Stewart who plays a power forward position, which will be a lot more natural for him instead of trying to fit the round peg into the square hole uh, that is an undersized beef Stewart center. They now have... Bagley, who they could play at center, but will probably keep it power forward. And then Wiseman and Duran. A lot of people want to know, why would you have your James Wiseman if you have Jalen Duran? I've spent a lot of time thinking about this. They're saying James Wiseman is a better option as a project than Nerland's Noel. That's what they're saying. That's part of it, right? It's like, oh, Troy Weaver's stocking up a big guys. Nerland's Noel doesn't even play. He doesn't even play. Bagley's out with injury. So even when Bagley comes back, think about this is the way that I'm trying to think about this. And I don't have to agree with everybody. That's the glory of all of this is trying to come up with my own assessment of the situation and try to explain it. Whether you think I'm on on and it works, then great. If it if it looks like I'm completely off and it misses, that happens too. Ask Illinois fans. They think I missed last night, but guess what? I think I was right. Uh, anyways, this move here. As you're not going to be able to recreate the Warriors, and you're not going to be able to recreate the Milwaukee Bucks, right? There are there are certain things about certain teams and players that are they are just one of a kind. And although the rest of the league is going small, why would you have you know two guys at center in Duran and Wiseman and Marvin Bagley? Why would you have three guys that are six eleven? It's the NBA. You got 15 roster spots. Why wouldn't you have three guys that are 6'11 and 7 feet and 7 foot 1 tall? Like, why wouldn't you want that? Because you're going to have to have a couple of bodies that are available to guard throughout the course of the Eastern Conference. 
some of the bigger dudes that are in this conference and some of the bigger guys that are playing around the NBA. You're going to have to be able to have some fouls that you can allocate here and there to different players like Julius Randle, uh, like Lopez, or, or even Giannis. They, Milwaukee has two of them. It just so happens that Giannis can put the ball on the floor and can shoot it. Um, you know, you're going to have to be able to have that to, to try to defend Evan Mobley. You're going to need some more guys uh, that you can run out there and have some more fouls available uh, for some of these teams. So I can kind of understand it. I mean, Vucevic in, in Chicago, there's another one. Like, there's some good bigs in this conference. Joel but, Embiid, kind of a big deal. But you're it's not – and I, it's not just about that though. They need, they need an identity on the offensive end, and if they're going to, are are they gonna feed James Wiseman the ball? Because that's the type of player he is. He's not a Jalen Duren. Hey, I'm gonna sky, you know, over everybody. He's a little bit of a finesse guy, and that's I, maybe they want I. They need somebody like that. That's a big guy that can handle the ball and can, you know, allow for some spacing for, you know, Jaden Ivey and hopefully Cade in the future. Yeah, and and who knows what this what this will turn out to be because we don't have an identity. The other part portion of this it comes down to I was surprised that they dealt Sadiq Bay, but reading the James Edwards article on the Athletic Basically, it sounds like Troy Weaver had had enough of his stuff. Uh, his effective field goal percentage, his three-point shooting percentage, he's not shooting the ball well. And he shot it much better as a catch-and-shoot player in his rookie season. Well, where did things go wrong? Where did they change? Well, things went wrong and things changed when he, I guess, uh, on his own accord, tried to add more to his game, trying to do more with the basketball. There were times where you're thinking to yourself, Pass the rock. What are you thinking? Why are you doing that? Why are you shooting that? So I can, you know, it seemed, it, I don't think that there was any outward rift. I think that Troy Weaver just said, you know what? We got to go a different direction. Like we were, we were looking at him as a catch and shoot guy. He's trying to be something that he's not. He doesn't have top tier athleticism. And to be honest with you, he really ain't that great of a shooter either. Now, as I've been saying for weeks, if Isaiah Stewart and Killian Hayes, in Sadiq Bay and in Hamadou Diallo, are your guys coming in off the bench? Then okay, if you have a starting lineup that includes a Cade Cunningham and a Jaden Ivey and a Jalen Duran and a Bogey or Bagley and uh, Owemby, if you get him. But this is not like Sadiq Bay is not going to go to the Atlanta Hawks. And sure, he'll probably go there and shoot forty five percent. That's probably what, what's going to happen. But did you see the uh, Luke Kennard got traded from the Clippers to the Hornets? I believe. You know he so left. Now, he left the Clippers as their all-time three-point shooting percentage leader. Forty-four point eight percent. He shot from three for them. Wow, that's pretty good. That's really good. It's pretty good because the league average, I think, is thirty-four or thirty-six percent. So that's uh. Yeah, anytime you're 40% or better, like that, that's insane. That's probably what Sadiq Bey is going to do, so just be prepared for him to go crazy. Here's the thing that helps, though. If you're the Atlanta Hawks, you already have Trey Young. We don't have that, and we haven't had that established. They also have a Bogdanovich of their own there in Atlanta. Like They've got some scoring options to where maybe they can get Sadiq back into 
the catch and shoot three and D style uh, that the, the Pistons had kind of originally pegged him as. I just don't think he shot it well enough. I don't think that he has that top-end NBA athleticism. We are more athletic today than we were yesterday. We still aren't a very good shooting team, but guess what? It doesn't matter for a good shooting team because you'd have to be the greatest shooting team in the history of the game of basketball to be able to contend because your defense gives up 120 points a game. This season is over. Effectively, the season is a wash. The 22-23 campaign that I was so excited for just like 21-22, uh, has, has been an utter disappointment and disaster, and now everyone else can kick the can down the road, and Dwayne Casey can talk about the you know, restore, 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 and whatever else he wants to. Hopefully he's not the head coach of this team next year. Hopefully Troy Weaver will be able to find somebody that uh, the message will resonate uh, within that locker room. Who that somebody is, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But please, for the love of God, please find somebody that will get this team to figure out how to play defense. That's going to be, that is going to be crucial. Now it changes a lot. And we have this giant schism here over a guy who shot 34.5% on 5.6 threes per game, averaging 15 points and played himself out of the starting lineup. We have a schism now because some, some believe that Sadiq Bey was the second coming of Ray Allen, and others believe that, you know, and they can't process the actual pick itself. They don't know why we got James Wiseman. Hey, to be honest with you, I don't know why we got James Wiseman. I just know Troy Weaver loves the guy, and we kind of got a ride with his evaluation. Like, he was right on Durin. Beef Stew, eh, Killian, Miss, Cade, eh. But that I, I be, think that yes. was just the thing. The fact that it was James Wiseman. Uh, because we do have Duran. Marvin Bagley, when he comes back, you'll have him. You have Beef Stew, so it's like So you have four forwards, which is what I was saying. You have you have two guys you can rotate at center and now two guys you can rotate at power forward. Then you never have to play Beef Stew at center ever again. Seems like kind of a win. Are you going to go the traditional like 3-2 style offense? Who doesn't love a little three out, two in? Bring it back. I don't know. I think that with, with what we've seen Beef Stew and what they want Isaiah Stewart to be, I think that writing's kind of on the wall a little bit because he's got a high motor, so it's not like he's just going to you know send one at the hoop and not go try to attempt to chase down his own rebound. Like he will... He'll get in there, but he's just not a very good shooter. I mean, thirty percent from three. I'm sorry, that's not you know that's not going to knock anybody's block off, and I don't think I want him hoisting five threes a game. Uh, but I I don't know. I don't know exactly how they're going to use him. To be honest with you, very strange. When it seems like the overall giant lacking portion, and let's be honest here, there's not a whole lot of Steph Curry's running around. There's not a lot of Devin Booker's running around. Like, these people don't necessarily really exist uh, to the point where they are, you know, an easy commodity to acquire. So right now, your three-man is looking but they, at... But that's the thing, Anthony. They, You know how many times, like, Kyle Korver got traded? He was an easy commodity to acquire. You can get three-point shooters. Come on. Who you got, wh- we who, just haven't had who, any. We have, we have one. Who are we no. going to get? Bryn Forbes is available now. And when 
I like heard that the, disgust in the, the problem. <laughs> the pro- <laughs> I heard it. I don't, I don't mind Bryn Forbes. He's fine. You have a roster spot. He was waived by Milwaukee yesterday after the Jay Crowder trade. He, he can take cool. the Kevin Knox spot on the roster. Yeah, if you want to bring him, sure. The real the well, saying, who's available that that's who that's the type of player that's available now. And a career forty one percent from three. Not terrible. So, I've seen worse. Sadiq Bay. You know, down year this year for him, he's shooting thirty point four percent. You know, it look. If if that guy ain't out here, Kyle Korver's not running around. Okay, but you have to when you acquire a three point sharpshooter, you mm-hmm. have to know how to get them the ball. And knowing how to get them the ball is not just, hey, here's the ball in the half court. You have to run plays so that they're open, so that they when they catch the ball, they can shoot it. Give me a little We don't do kick. that. We don't do that. The Pistons what? have not done that all year. Like, what do we do? The other day, uh, Bogey, he was one for five from three. Uh, Stu was one for five from three. Bogey should be taking eight or nine, and Stu should be taking one or two. That's the difference. He he could have gone three or three or four for nine, but Stu's taking those shots away. I hear you, and there there are some out there that get upset every time we pass Bogey the ball. Like I don't necessarily think we need to have uh, Boyan Bogdanovich isos. Like I don't know if like him That's catching what I'm the ball saying. with eight seconds to shoot and then having to jab step and create his own shot. I don't think that that's originally why they brought him here. Uh, but you you look at you look at it, and it's like, yo, what is what does this team? What do they really have? I mean, they have Boyan that could shoot it. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Alec Burks has been shooting it relatively well. Uh, Knox is now gone. You have Isaiah Livers. And Isaiah Livers, I wasn't... Look, you can ask anybody in that in that chat. I did not think that Isaiah Livers was going to be a guy that this team would use uh, at this level. But his his he has to stay healthy now. Like, now is his time to shine. Because you are going to get increasingly more minutes... And you are going to have to knock down some shots. That's just the way that it is. Like he's going to go from playing roughly 20 minutes a game. Uh, that's going to get closer to, to 30 in some combination. But once again, how do you even evaluate anything when you don't have Cade Cunningham, which is supposed to be the guy, right? And even Cade, like Cade's going to better, better shoot and better shoot it well. Because if not, this team is going to be dead in the water and Troy Weaver is going to be looking for a job. Hey, folks, don't miss it. The West Michigan Golf Show is back February 10th through the 12th. That starts today at DeVos Place. This is the big golf show downtown Grand Rapids. If you're going to be finding amazing deals on the newest golf equipment and apparel, special packages from some of the best Michigan courses, plus a fantastic golf show getaway. This is great. This is, this is exactly where you want to be. Today, tomorrow, Sunday. Seminars by the pros with great tips to improve your game. Purchase your tickets only online, only at westmichigangolfshow.com. Westmichigangolfshow.com. Tickets good all weekend. Hour two next, X's and bros.